You're listening to Do What You Want Radio, a podcast series for creative entrepreneurs, freelancers, and those ready to learn how to do what they want. I'm your host, Jordan Heffler. Good morning, everybody. This is Jordan Heffler with Do What You Want Radio. I've never introduced it like that. That was really weird. I don't know why that happened. <laughs> but anyways, I'm here with Kimberly Meadowlark. She Hi. is awesome. She is a photographer, painter, slash artist, slash estate sale connoisseur, slash antique collector, slash musician, slash mama bear. I don't know. You do it all. Yeah, I mean, I kind of dabble a little bit here and there. I guess I mostly got my start with artwork, but everything else just kind of came into play. I love the word dabble. dabble. It doesn't get used enough. (laughs) Such a good word. Well, so tell everybody a little bit about who you are, what you do, even though I kind of just threw you into that, um, (laughs) and like what your main artistic mediums are. Um, So I am actually from Denham Springs, which is about 45 minutes out from where we're recording right now in Baton Rouge, Um, but I've lived here for about... I don't know, like four years in the Mid-City area. Um, So I basically started with artwork when I got out of high school. Um, Funny story with that, I was actually wanting to be a pharmacist. Really? Yeah. It's random. (laughs) Yeah, it was really random. Um, And I was a super sports star. Like, I ran track, varsity track, and I actually got pulled out for some health issues. I was having seizures, and instead of, like, having track as an hour in my school, they replaced it with art. So that's kind of where my foot went in the door with artwork. Not to say that I really, like, learned too much, but it kind of, like, got my start. So, yeah, I've been doing art for about eight years, but seriously as a job for about three years. Um, Same with my photography. I decided that I wanted to specialize with weddings. It's kind of an organized chaos that I thrive in, and I really love it. Um, So I've been doing that for about four or five years. Um, and I'm obsessed with everything mid-century antique. Yeah. I just love knowing about a lot of stuff. Like, I always love going to estate sales and couldn't, like, justify buying everything, obviously. So I actually started a resale business with Patrick Teak, who is fantastic. We have a child together, so I like him. I'll keep him. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so we started a business called Black Unicorn Antiques, and... Other than that, I mean, I just kind of do music here and there. And you're really way talented with it. You're super humble about it. I, like, cringe. I'm literally, like, under the table right now, I don't know the first time I saw a video of you singing or something, and I was like, wait, she does this too? What? It's so good. I'll have to link some of the videos in the show notes that you post. I mean, maybe against your will, or I don't know. go ahead. Yeah, they're so good. I'm trying to think. I think I met you at that random little art pop-up at the crawfish place, right? Yes. Is that how I met oh you? Because I always try to remember okay, how I Okay, I people. do remember because you did some really rad, you know, concert photography at the time. It was just like just some prints I think you were selling. And I remember because like it was super dark and you didn't have any lights. So I was like, oh, here's here's some string lights. Yeah, you can I don't have. know how to do We didn't know what we were doing. No, like, we still don't. Have, yeah, we're still figuring it out, <laughs> but we definitely did not know what we were doing. We I don't even know when that was. And that was it. <laughs> I don't know what that was for or when because I've never, I don't really do that There's many really markets like or anything a like that. lapse in my memory because I don't know. I just know that it was at Pit and Peel. Shout out. Yeah, down um. the street. <laughs> Um, yeah, and I, I think we bonded over because I had a picture of Made a Parade, and you actually knew who they were. And I'm like, no one knows the music I listen to. I've been crying to their music for 10 years now. No one ever knows the music I listen to. That's all. I was like, wait, someone else in town understands. Um, no, but I, I've just been following your work forever, and I always run into you because we live in the same neighborhood. And the antique thing is like, 
I hate saying goals because it's so stupid, but like really, that is like it's so fun. goals because I just so interesting love antiques. And I talked to Teresa in one of the other episodes who does resale about that. And it's like my like in another life, I own like an antique store. I don't know because I just want to buy it all, and <laughs> exactly. I don't have room for it all for myself. By having everything, right? Like there's only so many end tables I can have, right? But I can stack five of them in my antique booth. <laughs> yeah, cause then, cause I think it's just like because you have a collector mindset like me and you want to have it but you also want to see someone be happy with it yes, so it's kind of like so I want true. to be like a matchmaker for like antiques honestly for there, there's a dating site there we go we, wait. we got full potential oh that's right like it actually existed no. I was like wait what no one take our idea <laughs> trademark um <laughs> patent pending no but I, yeah I love going into y'all's booth and seeing stuff because I can just tell what's your style so you like what's your taste so it's interesting how like even the antique stuff like you have a, a, a style and a taste with what you yeah, it's it's true. Sell. And I don't I don't think I really fully had that on my own. I think it was more whenever I met Patrick uh years and years ago and I first walked into his house and I was like, uh what? Like ashtrays galore. Yeah. Tapered legs everywhere. I was like, what is this? Like I wanna know what what is all these things and it totally sparked my interest. It was just something I didn't have any idea about and he kind of taught me the ropes and yeah, it's a really rad business. I mean, yeah, it makes cool side money, but overall it's it's something I project. love doing yeah plus we have a kid and it's like we can't just go out all the time and it's like we'll we'll bond together over estate sales and take our kid to estate sales and so it's a cool you know all around it's a really interesting hobby well tell me a little bit about your this is like a shift in conversation but yeah, you're sorry, we're gonna jump around <laughs> we're gonna jump around Oops. because no it's fine because you're like me you do lots, lots of things and so it's hard to stay on track um but your your painting style and and the mediums that you use for that, you were just saying before we started that you had, like, polyurethane on your hands or something? Yeah, that's actually just for my cabinets because oh. <laughs> I'm constantly, like, repairing stuff around the house and always fixing things up. Um, but with my paintings, I mean, I guess you would just call me a normal abstract artist just doing organized chaos on the canvas. Um, but it's something that I didn't really dive into until the past, like, year or so. Someone mentioned, I was doing a article for uh, dig magazine and they were like what's your process like what inspires you and I was like oh you know music I just love music as a musician just as a person that listens it's just something about either an entire song or maybe just a lyric or even a symphony that I'm listening to whatever it is I just hear colors like colors immediately pop in my mind um, and she was like, oh, like synesthesia. synesthesia I was like, yeah. I was like, a home? I'm like, a what? <laughs> what is that? What are you, literally, what are you talking about? I've never heard of that. And she's like, well, Lord has it. She's like, I've looked into it a lot. And, um, you know, basically, it's not just with sound. It's, you know, sometimes people hear a number and it, like, makes mm-hmm. a taste in their mouth. Like, it yeah. literally just triggers other senses. So it's really neat. Once I looked into it and I asked my neurologist about it, I was like, is this a thing? He's like, absolutely it is. Like, and there's tests for it but it's not um, super well documented yeah it's not very it's hard yeah defined and it's not it's not an illness it's it's really cool it's like self-diagnosed like mental condition and I have the same thing though because I I, yeah I did a similar project in in college because I never knew it was a thing I always thought everyone else thought in colors yeah I was like this is normal I'm like a is red b is blue c is orange d is like a brownish color like I have like (laughs) all my numbers have always had associations so I've (laughs) I've always remembered people's names, like, like the name Kimberly to me is kind of like teal, and so like I think of people almost mm-hmm. like an auras because it's like your name or your 
your age or whatever like I have like an, a color associated yeah. and like that's what it always has pissed me off like in parking garages where like level <laughs> 7 is blue like, like no, 7 it's not. 7 <laughs> is red so now I'm confused like I thought we parked on the red level but it's because I saw 7 but 7 was blue in the parking garage and it sounds like insane but I thought everyone thought that way and then they don't and I was like yeah. oh this is a thing and so I did a similar project in college yeah. with like music and because I, I don't have the taste thing I just have colors with like letters numbers words and then like sometimes songs have like certain colors Tone. yeah yeah and it's, or like parts of the song have different like it changes yeah it's weird. and I think a lot of people experience it and don't realize it because I I mean I've felt that way for years mm-hmm. and years now and didn't really have a name for it until the past year or so um but yeah so I mean my style isn't very defined I mean people kind of can figure out who I am and they look and they're there's I think like a lot of gold defined. leaf and they're like oh that's her um, but it's, I mean, I don't have a specific color palette. I'm just kind of like every color, free game. Yeah. Well, I liked that you did like a, correct me if I'm wrong, because I don't want to put words in your mouth, but you did like a series of like Disney movies or something? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I was taking, um, mostly watching a lot of Disney movies, because I just had my kid at the time. Um, I thought that's what you do. Yeah. You just play Disney movies. Um, but yeah, I was like, man, these are, I don't remember these being as inspiring as they are right now as an adult. Um, so yeah, I was doing different series based on different movies like Maleficent, uh, Little Mermaid. Um, but now it, it is, you know, fully focused on music. Like you'll look at a painting, like a post on Instagram, cause it's kind of the best way for me to, mm-hmm. you know, show a visual, but also have maybe a song with it. Um, but I'll include as the caption or the title of the painting is the lyric that inspired right. it. Or, you know, if you swipe, there's usually a video of the song. So I kind of, like, encourage people to have it at their fingertips to, like, compare the two and mm-hmm. see, like, oh, like, I totally get that. I see that. I feel that. Because I do think a lot more people experience it than um, they realize. Because, like we said, it's not, like, something that's really talked about very much. Yeah, I, I remember I joined a group on Facebook. I'll have to add you to it. If you're not. It's called, like, no, I'm not a freak. I have synesthesia. I feel like it would be really interesting. Yeah, it's, like, some <laughs> stupid group I joined in, in, in college, I guess, and especially around the time I was making that, that project, because I was photographing abstract things to explain certain songs. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had joined this group on Facebook because I could, like you said, you can't find much about synesthesia out there. And I yeah. still don't even know. It's like spelled differently even. Yeah. Like when you look at that different ways, it, totally like the wrong. word is spelled differently. And I'm like, so this isn't even like that <laughs> solidified in the scientific world. But there's this group and people would post and they're like, what color is E? And everyone would comment and they'd be like, whoa, everyone's got a different thing. Or like, what do you taste when you see this? And so I was like, there's so many people out there who have this. And uh, I remember looking it up, too, and seeing some celebrities, like, different musicians and stuff have it. I can't remember. I feel like maybe, like, Robin Williams or somebody random. Probably. And I was oh, like, people. so this is more widespread. And I think people who aren't, um, they don't think that they're creative. They don't consider themselves a creative. Like, everyone has some sort of creativity in right. them, in my opinion. I think, especially as kids, we're all born creative. Mm-hmm. And then either you stick with it or you don't. Either maybe some of us. making money off of it or not. Right. Like, maybe maybe some creative. of us are more creative <laughs> than others. But I think people, like, that don't like, consider themselves creative, like, don't think that having something like that would mean that they're creative, you know? Or they don't realize other people have that ability. I don't know. I feel like it's still early. I've only had one cup of coffee. (laughs) Talking. This is, like, a really (laughs) vague, abstract subject to be chatting about. (laughs) But, no, I think that's interesting. So, I guess... But, yeah, that is basically where my my style, you know, you would say comes from, is it's going to be from music. Um, And right now, kind of transitioning that to 
photography. Mm -hmm. Like, I worked with one of my friends the other day, Erica Eastwood, and she does fantastic work. And she is inspired by her own, uh, what is it called? Like, sleep paralysis? Mm -hmm. Like, whenever you, like, kind of can't wake up from your dreams. So Uh she has fantastic work from that. And I was like you know, let's just catch up, do a little shoot together. Totally fun, innocent, just hanging out as creatives. Wait, was it the picture you posted of you yeah. the flowers? Yeah. Yeah, and that's she, a beautiful I was like, photo. You can totally tell, like, she has just this hazy, like, almost fever dream look to all her stuff, and she sent me the photos, and I was immediately inspired. I started hearing songs in my head, and I'm, I was like, oh, I gotta get this on canvas. I got it, it was so cool. It was like a full cycle. It wasn't even intended at all. We were just hanging out, and it went from just a photo shoot to hearing music to that being a painting and it was really cool how it all just tied in together yeah I I love when something super normal quote unquote is the most (laughs) inspirational thing like of your day or like your life or whatever it's totally not planned at all (laughs) but I think as creatives we need stuff like that because that will I don't know if you're like I was just talking to you about how like I feel like since I got back, back from South by Southwest I need like to not talk to anyone. I just need to, like, be in my Detox. house for, like, a week. Yeah. But at the same time, it's, like, even just this one conversation with you, like, this might spark something that I do today. Like, as creatives, we could be turned on by something, like, so fast. It's, yeah, it's a delicate balance because you do get that way. You're like, man, I just want to go crawl in my bed and just work on my stuff. But it's like, we kind of need this to keep thriving. Yeah, bit, or even just, like, going on a walk, like, down the street. <laughs> I'll be like, wow, like, this flower is beautiful. Now I want to go, like, do a whole portrait session with someone by this yeah, bush. It's and it's so like weird what triggers us, I guess. Yes. But it's <laughs> like that butterfly effect of, like, I could have just not this, not done this, but if I didn't do this, then this wouldn't have happened and this yeah. wouldn't have happened. I wouldn't have seen that. I wouldn't have known her, whatever. Yeah, and it's still a real thing. Like, it, it still happens. People often. <laughs> get confused and think that I'm just like constantly you know churning out work like and I'm just every day is a new blank canvas like it's really not like I promise (laughs) that I'll go through like lulls for little like weeks and sometimes even months at a time where I'm just like so drained and I like I can't even figure out how to be inspired like it's weird and it's I think it comes to whenever you decide to do your creative whatever side hustle for a living and it's like now your job there's like a whole new pressure that you have to kind of put your blinders on and you know really go for walks go to the coffee shop go do normal things that can inspire you because it's like sometimes we try too hard I know I do mm -hmm. try really hard (laughs) oops um that sometimes I just miss the five songs that were just playing like I wasn't even paying attention Mm -hmm. like I was not quiet enough in my mind I was too worried about so many other things, and I tried too hard that I just get in these ruts. So it definitely happens. Well, you turn into, like, a trick pony where it's like, I pay you, you do this for me. (laughs) And it's like, (laughs) cool. But when it's for fun or, like, a hobby or, like, you're just getting into something, like, it's so much more organic. And you're like, I saw, like, this is all going to sound so stupid to people who don't understand. But, like, like I saw, like, that is, like, a flower. And that turned into, like, I made a painting based on that flower. And turned into, I made a whole series about the flower. That's, like, the stupid thing. I I started that Occupied Vacant series about bathrooms. (laughs) And it was something so, like, organic where I was, like, in a bathroom with, like, graffiti and I was kind of tipsy. And I was like, ha this is colorful. It's cool. Took a picture of it. And it turned into this thing. But versus if someone would have come to me and been like, I will pay you a million dollars to make 
this series happened. You'd be trying so hard. It wouldn't you'd happen be in a bathroom like, no, this isn't right. No, this isn't right. Right. Like, and it's so it's so yeah. different when there's money and I always I feel like I'm a broken record with that, but it's hard because like people don't like creators are sensitive, whatever. But like really it's like if we're not in the mood to make something, it's so hard to make something if like we have scheduled a shoot today. It's so true. <laughs> or like, like you have a deadline for this painting or whatever and like yes. I have to finish it by this day. And that's why school was hard because art school is like I can't even imagine. It's a great thing because you have uh-huh. discipline and you have like structure and you have like assignments, An actual agenda, yeah, right. But it's also hard because I'm like, what if I don't feel like painting today? And like as creatives, it sounds like like such an asshole thing. But like if you don't feel like creating, then it's it really hard is. to make money doing it. <laughs> it can be so hard. It's um, so true. Like I can't even imagine. Like I, I never went to college, so I can't even imagine that that kind of pressure. But um, yeah, I'll I'll put deadlines and stuff on myself that are so unnecessary. Like, I don't work for anybody. Like, I really don't have a deadline. So sometimes I have to be very careful with, uh, I guess, balancing just being organized and taking care of your business versus, like, putting too much pressure in deadlines. Like, I make sure that I wake up early every day. I don't want to wake up at 10 o'clock and get started. And then by noon, now I'm, like, I do have right, a right. schedule for myself, which I think is very important for any kind of creative or anyone trying to make or money. Anyone, like, yeah. yeah. Self-discipline is a huge one. <laughs> yeah. Um, I always joke and say, like, if I did not have my son, Levi, because he's, like, not in school yet, so he's been with me as a mm-hmm. sidekick since he was born. I'm not spending money on daycare if I don't need to. But if I didn't have him, like, I would probably have given up so many times. Like, I probably would be back working at a coffee shop. No problem with that at all. But, like, I would not be pursuing so fiercely like all of my little endeavors all my little side things Mm -hmm. if this weren't the case like I kind of have to make money I have to make this work like I've been given this gift why not maintain it why not learn more about it you know perfect it if I can um so it's definitely my full-time job everything that I'm doing like Instagram is a lifeline because it's you know my marketing tool right and it this is what I do and yeah it's cool and interesting and I get that but it's it's real like this is right. this is my nine to five or you know my eight to two a.m. yeah no I get I get annoyed sometimes even with people who I love who are close to me who still don't understand yeah I'll be like, like well you don't have like a real job yeah like, you're so lucky that you got that it's like no I and, yeah and so like even like Christian like God love him like he doesn't understand sometimes he'll be like well you can, you don't have anything to do today. You can come pick me up or you can go do this or whatever. And I'm like, what do you mean? I don't, yeah. and then so I'll explain what I have to do. He's like, yeah, but you made those rules up yourself. Like you can break them. I'm like, yeah, but if I break them, then I, they'll never, there is, everything is, nothing sacred. Totally like, feel that. So yeah. It's like, that's how my parents are. Even like, just like the yeah, smallest thing. I'm like, Christian, if I'm going to say, I'm going to send out a newsletter by Thursday. And that's the one thing I say I'm going to do <laughs> all week. Then like, if I don't do it, then what is the point of any of this? And that's not yeah. even a big deal. I don't even know if anyone cares, reads them, whatever. But for me, but, it's like a personal yeah, 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 thing yeah. where it's like, I have to do this because if I don't stay consistent with this, then I fall off the wagon and everything's like upside down. Mm-hmm. Um, and because clients is easy because it's like you pay me, I get your photos by this date. Yeah, but I'm going to do own, that. But yeah, when it's my start own to thing, finish, yeah, it's sometimes I wonder <clears throat> if like quote unquote like normal business owners feel that way. Like uh, if you have your own real estate firm or whatever, like do y'all feel the same way out there? Like I bet you with they these deadlines do. and things. But it's just worse because I think creatives are harder on ourselves and we're so much, we're given so much flack for it all already. So I think it's harder. Um, But I I think anyone who owns their own business feels that way because it's like, if you're passionate about what you do, you're going to be up all night doing it. Or like I I always talk about too, like I am so bad at like, I'm a workaholic. So if I get on the computer 
I won't get off for six hours, and yes. I might not pee. I might not get up. I might <laughs> You're not. You're like in a good zone, like you yeah. Get dry going, and that's in the same part way. of that is like great because I'm like, wow, like look how disciplined I am, look how productive. Mm-hmm. But other part, I'm like, this is terrible for self care. My back mm-hmm. hurts. I haven't moved. I haven't peed. I haven't talked to anybody. Yeah. And I'm now still I gonna didn't... try to wake up at eight a.m. and right. it's like I'm not gonna feel good the next day. So yeah, it's, it's hard. So you have to have self discipline and like yeah. structure, or else like you literally like people like us would just work twenty four seven, which we already are. But you know we have to figure out a way to balance it. And I can't even imagine having a kid like you're like a rock star doing all that right now. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> it's a funny life. Um, honestly, like looking at it now, I don't even know what my life, what was I doing before with my quote unquote free time? Like, I really don't. Like, I guess you jump into it so, like, I don't know, smoothly. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it all happens very fast. Like, he's about to turn two, and I'm like, what the heck have I even done in the past two years? Um, but yeah, it just kind of worked into my life. Thank God, like, I did not have a day job whenever I had a kid. Like, I mm-hmm. quit my day job the day that the flood of 2016 started. Mm-hmm. Had I known, I probably wouldn't have quit my job. <laughs> Steady paycheck. <laughs> right. Yeah, trying to make a living as a creative was not fun during those times. Um, but, yeah, it's it's cool. I mean, he comes with me to my shoots, mm-hmm. not my weddings, obviously. Um, I try to paint as much as I can when he naps. Same with music. Like, he'll sit up at the piano with me, but if I want to record a quick little video, it's like, at the planet. Like, yeah. he's out napping for the next hour. Like, I got to do as much as I can. Um, so, yeah, he's a he's a cool, creative little dude. I think he's going to be very blessed in the creative world. I would think so, because uh, his parents are Yeah, Patrick, really cool his dad, creative. is a fantastic artist. Uh, I mean, his aunt and his mom's interior designers. He's just surrounded by creativity so I'm really excited to see what happens with that or he might play football I don't care like <laughs> he might not care maybe he at can all. do both yeah <laughs> he could be like you be a sports star but also uh, maybe he'll be a pharmacist I don't know well so this is random but you talking about like being like a track star and all that like has that mentality like transcended into your adult life like are you like super active now I mean honestly you look great, so I don't know what you do but <laughs> thanks <laughs> It's, it's a lot of no sleep and lots of coffee. Um, no, I was actually just talking about this yesterday because we were just, like, throwing the ball in the yard. And my mom's like, I forget, like, how athletic you are. She's like, you throw a football across the freaking neighborhood perfectly. Um, and I was like, you know, I really want to start getting active again. Not necessarily in a gym, but, like, I miss track. Like, I mm-hmm. miss working out all the time. It was so fun to me. Um, and I think now that I'm getting Levi in school in June, it's going to be, like, taking that time to be more involved with Mm self-care than creative I guess like my actual personal what do I want to do um yeah so I'm like I don't do anything active (laughs) yeah (laughs) literally like I just pick my kid up and down and I mean, photography I is a full workout. That and being a mom, know, like, like it's a whole thing. Squats oh yeah, are real. When oh yeah, you're a photographer. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to jump back into some athletics because I totally miss it. Yeah, I, I mean, photo- you're right. Photography is not like you're not sitting still. You're that's not for pressing sure. A button. <laughs> no. I remember I photographed a parade a couple years ago and that was to date still the hardest thing I've ever had to do because I had to run to get photos and because I was trying to like catch the parade to get in front of it and I would squat in the middle of the street take pictures until they got so close to me then I had to run do it again squat because they all the the whole theme of like the photos is they wanted like a low angle Mm -hmm. which is kind of my style anyways I like the sky and the photos whatever so I'm like running slipping on a bead (laughs) 
squatting, <laughs> taking pictures, and then the band's coming towards me, and then rah, 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 and do it again, and then like Christians like throwing model releases at people, and I'm like, this, and it was like a four hour thing, and I was so sore the next day because like I was just literally running squat, shoot, yeah. run squat, shoot for like I, miles like, and miles. It was I've so even hard. Learned to stretch before weddings. <laughs> Like, yeah. It's a real thing. It takes a lot of movement, a lot of uh, compromising your joints a little bit. Like, you have to fold your body in a weird position sometimes. Yeah. Like, anything for the angle. Oh, yeah. Sure. Well, so talk to me a little bit about photography. Like, how much is photography taking up your, like, your normal business stuff? Um, that's something that I've had a really hard time at nailing down because I just don't pay attention to how much screen time I get. Like... I don't have specific hours I edit under, which is something I really want to start doing. I want to give myself editing times, but um, I guess because I only really work during the weekends, which mm-hmm. is great. I'll have like one, two weddings, maybe a session on Sunday. It's great because I'll usually shoot eight hours and then that'll take me, I don't know how many hours to edit, but like two weeks, three weeks to turn around mm-hmm. the pictures. Um, so as far as like actually clocking in and being away from my house, I only have to leave maybe 10 hours a week. Right. I do try to leave more than 10 hours a week. Cause so I you're doing crazy. everything at home. You're painting. And yeah. Everything. everything is totally from home. There was a while there. Um, I want to say last year, year before I had an actual commercial location studio, which was behind black torch tattoo on Perkins road. If you're local, oh, yeah, yeah. um, it was super cool. And I was like, you know, this is what I need this. I need to get out my house. I need a place to go create. And it was cool. Like, it really was a great space, really big. Um, But I just, there was something about it that I could not create properly in there. It was not my home. It was not, like, comfortable for me. Mm -hmm. And so I was, like, trying to give it a couple months. And I was like, this is just not for me. Like, I can't do this. I need to be in my home. (laughs) I need my kitchen to be right there. Like, I just want to be comfortable. I guess I'm just a very homebody person. But, yeah, so everything is done from home. And a lot of people think maybe I have this awesome studio at my house. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> um, I usually will just like find a clear spot on the floor and go to town. Yeah. Like, or like a blank wall that I can just lean a canvas up on. And I literally have two like bins of paint and that's it. Like I don't have a wall that displays all my colors and everything's at yeah. my fingertips and everything's clean. It's like, no, I've lived in studio apartments. I've learned how to make it work. Right. Like, when you do so many different things, it's like, you know, some people ask, how do you separate those things? And it's like, I, I just don't. Like, they're literally all in the same place. I can turn around, go play music. My camera's charging right there. My canvas is drawing right there. And I'm about to go cook dinner. Yeah. Like, it's literally all within the same home. Um, so I don't know if that's just, like, a across-the-board thing for creatives to have everything in their home environment but that is something that has been very crucial for me to keep the keep the juices flowing it's like everything is at my fingertips I at feel all like times. a lot of people don't like that so that's I like that you're talking about mm-hmm. that because I'm kind of the same way I think obviously if I had the money and the means I would love to have like a whole separate <laughs> studio with like a backdrop mm-hmm. and like assistance and whatever but then I think about it and I'm like but the only reason I can do what I do is because I'm so flexible at home like yeah it's yeah. the same like I might this we're recording at my dining table but I might like shove this table over and then put a poster board on the floor and I can do a whole product shoot for someone in my living room like with the window Um, I almost kind of wish that I wasn't like that like I wish that I could uh, value a separate space more like I wish that I could do that but um, I don't know it works for me so I guess I shouldn't really complain at all (laughs) I feel like a lot of people want to work from home 
like people who aren't creatives and they have a cubicle they probably like fantasize over like that'd be so cool if I could work from home but then like once they start doing it they hate it mm-hmm. but then people like us like creative people I feel like we kind of are more keen I don't want to speak for everyone but I mean we're probably more keen to working at home just because like I don't know like I always talk about like I love to be around my stuff like I like decorating my environment and mm-hmm. I'm inspired by the stuff I have and we talked about right. antiques like I'm inspired by going to the antique store and buying something cool and mm-hmm. vintage and, and it might it back into your yeah, creative space and just yeah. having it nearby and all these books and everything I like yeah. that's what keeps me going if I went and it was like an empty windowless room yeah that might be cool for space but like I don't know if I would feel as inspired right. because I'm not as comfortable there I agree also, yeah. I'm not wearing a bra and I'm <laughs> my slippers. And if I have to go somewhere, then I have to like go somewhere. I, I'm friends with all, and it's funny because I am friends with all the tattoo artists that were at the shop in front of me. But I would literally think about what I was wearing before I left the house. I'm like, oh God, like Alex and Daniel are going to judge me so hard if they <laughs> see me outside spray painting in my pajamas. Yeah. Like, it's just easier when you're at home. Yeah. Which is why I've been liking the podcast because I'm like, I just hope that no one gets too dressed up to come over here because they're going to open the door and I'm like, my night. Nike shorts like welcome <laughs> welcome um yeah and that first time I started it too I was like I'm gonna get cute and we're gonna take pictures every time every guest that comes and now like I forget like people leave and I'm like oh you never took a picture this didn't happen but we have the recording but that's like the best part about podcasting is oh like it's just the audio yeah basically none of y'all want to see what's happening like right I spend here. so much time the rest of the week trying to make visual content this is like <laughs> this is pretty easy because you just, just slack talk. off a little bit yeah <laughs> yeah just export it and put an intro and an outro and then I'm done and sorry if you're listening and you want more from me but you're not gonna get it for a while <laughs> because this is about as much as I can handle at the moment um so tell me like what a typical day is like for you I know that's a stupid question because everyone says no day is the same but like really like if you're doing so many different things like what is like how does yeah. your routine go? So for my weekdays, they're pretty consistent. Um, I quote unquote sleep in because whenever you sleep in with a kid, you're not actually sleeping in. <laughs> um, so usually the latest I'll wake up is like 8 a.m. And the thing now is that I have a kid. It's like my first priority is him. I don't think, oh man, I really want some coffee. Like I got to make myself some breakfast. That's another whole different balance of being a parent and self-care and being a creative and self-care. But so I'll wake up and I try to make us both our breakfast, his milk bottle, my coffee bottle, like (laughs) basically. Um, I'll usually let him watch some cartoons to wake up and I'm just getting you stretching. I am so hardcore about making lists. Like I don't care how many pieces of technology are in my hands. Like (laughs) I have notebooks everywhere. So I make a to-do list every single day um sometimes it's a little bit longer and it carries over to the next day but yeah so I just start off with my coffee thinking about what I need to do what do I want to do um Levi and I will go to the park every day we take walks and I'll usually put my headphones in listen to music um so I'm kind of pulling my inspiration there and then it's like his nap time and that's whenever I paint I have like a two-hour window where I can sit there and paint for a while um and the rest of the day is kind of dedicated to play I never want to prioritize prioritize my creativity over what Levi wants, Mm -hmm. like what Levi wants to do. I'm not going to stick him in front of a TV and, you know, play cartoons and let him be a zombie. So we kind of just play outside. Um, We'll listen to music. He loves dancing and playing on piano. So that's super cool. What kind of music does he like? (laughs) Literally anything. Anything that he hears, like a beat or a drum, the kid will dance like crazy everyone laughs so hard when they see him because he just does this little like country dance it's, <laughs> I don't know I didn't teach him anything he's just he's just really funny um 
And then with my photography, that kind of comes at night when he goes to bed. Eight o'clock, I try to do just eight to like 11. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it turns into 8 to 2 a.m. That's my issue. <laughs> That's totally my issue. I'm yeah. the same way. So, honestly, the one thing that I would like to see more in my daily routine um, would be my music. Um, because that's something that I've never taken seriously. I've just kind of occasionally posted videos and people are like, yeah, keep going, like do something. You're really good. I'm such a chicken. Like that's another thing people don't know is like, I am so nervous whenever I'm around people or like even going to my own art shows, like my legs tense up. Like I have major anxiety, like actually having to talk to people. And I've just always been that way. Mm -hmm. It's not anything to do with me, like, being a stay-at-home mom or, like, a creative. I've just always been so nervous, uh, like, what people think. So hard to block that out. So now it's kind of trying to schedule in some time for my music at home and being more comfortable with it. And, yeah, uh, so this next year will be super fun. I plan on coming out with my first EP. Oh, really? I was going to ask, what are your plans for the music? Yeah. Because um, you sing really well, but you also play piano and guitar, right? Yes, and it's it's kind of funny because my taste in music is so all over the place. Like, I will listen to Merle Haggard. Like, I am diehard country, but I also rap all the time in my car. Like, I, I love everything. And so it's been kind of hard for me to peg like what my genre would be Mm -hmm. per se or like what kind of music I want to make because I can write folk music like in an instance like I could write five songs you know today and it just you know comes very naturally but it's not really the music I want to make for myself Mm -hmm. um so yeah it's it's gonna be something that needs to be produced I actually just recently was um doing a little acting for Personas Audio um, which everyone in the world basically knows who Personas is, even yeah. though they are a Baton Rouge base. And um, instead of getting paid, like, with cash, I was like, you know, can we please trade? Like, yeah. I have nothing. Like, I've, I have my piano and my voice. Like, that's it. And I don't know what I'm doing. And so they hooked me up with all kinds of gear. That's uh, awesome. That I just got in yesterday. So I'm excited to learn the ropes of that. And um, I guess if I were to say who it would sound like, it's going to be kind of a Lord Billie Eilish, Broads, poppy but also deep yeah you have that thing going for you I feel like especially the Billie (laughs) Eilish thing I can totally see when she came out like I was like yes I totally get it and she's like and she was like 15 at the time yeah I'm so upset (laughs) because I photographed her at South by Southwest last year she played in a church yeah I saw that well that was an acoustic set that's whenever I looked her up is whenever you posted that I was like this girl looks like me a little bit who is this well and I didn't know who she was but and I if you look she's like in my story highlights I have like a concerts highlight and I spelled her name wrong like I didn't yes. know who she was yeah, like she really was she came out of nowhere out I just I follow lots of concert photographers and so everyone kept posting these really cool photos of this girl and she's dressed in like such like baggy like yeah like weird, trash bags basically yeah <laughs> but, and like all these like photos look so hype she's like jumping up and down so I'm like this girl must be so hype and then a I look performer. her up and she's like Super, like at this. the time, she was probably like fourteen. Yeah, but to her music in her photos, I saw a photographers take. She was like, it looked lit. I was like, she's got to be like some SoundCloud rapper or no. something. <laughs> and then I look her up, and she's like, this got the voice of an angel. And it's like all very like deep and emotional. Yeah, but her aesthetic everywhere. is so different, which is so weird. But yeah. so I photographed her, and she performed like in a church because everything at South by Southwest is turned right. into a venue. Video. It doesn't matter yeah, what it is. Absolutely. And she performed like an acoustic thing, and it was beautiful. And it was weird because everyone's like sitting in pews watching her, and she's like in like a like Gucci's sweatshirt or something. I don't remember. And, like, so this year, 
it was on my list to photograph. Like I, I shoot for all, like a lot of the sponsors, and so mm-hmm. Uber Eats was one of the big sponsors that we had to photograph. And they were having like concerts every night. And Khalid played one night, and Billy was supposed to play another night. So I had signed up for my shift to be during her set because I was like, I want to photograph her again. Uh-huh. And last minute they pulled photographers. Like no photographers allowed. What? So I didn't get to see her <laughs> because she's gotten so. That's how much she's grown in the past year. Yeah. Like she's like Good so big her. now she can be like I don't even want press. I don't want. Yeah, so, but she <laughs> is so good. Yeah, and I feel like you, your voice definitely, from what I've seen, like, that you've posted, like, I feel like you definitely fit Thank that you. same kind of genre. I love that. Thank you. And Lord's yeah. great, too. Oh, yeah, she's fantastic. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's kind of where I'm shifting to next, but I'm I'm trying to not uh, cut or compromise any of my other creative ventures. Mm-hmm. Which I think I'll be able to easily tackle everything, like I said, now that I'm going to have Levi in school this June, and I'll have my days to myself for the first time ever, so it's mm-hmm. kind of like, I'll take it there. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to collaborate with musicians, because it's something that I've never really done, you know, right. collaborate with a lot of people, but this is something so foreign to me, like even though I've been playing forever and you know singing to myself forever this is a totally like new territory that I'm nervous <laughs> about but I'm excited about because I know all the I guess moving parts of it like I know the marketing angles like I know the photographers the videos like I know all these people in my area that could totally come in collaborate with and we could just, you know, slaughter it. Like, we could take that vision, and, like, it takes many people to make it happen. It's not going to be, like, the Kimberly Meadowlark show. Right. Um, and which, another thing is, I've been debating, uh, do I want the Meadowlark brand? Like, a lot of people don't know that that's not actually my name. Right. Well, I didn't know that for a Oops. long time. Well, tell me, I can talk about that. Talk about where metal art came from yeah. and, so and how that it happened. Was probably about like 2014, 15, um, whenever I was still working full time as a barista at Starbucks. And I was like starting to do some weddings for like 400 bucks, you know, like uh-huh. just getting my foot in the door and like painting and I was like, okay, well, I need one name for all of this to fall under, obviously. Like, I don't want just, you know, five different things going on with my name on it. It's just kind of obnoxious. I already hate my name in in general. Um, And so I don't really have much of a relationship to my family, the Bruyette side of my family. So it's just kind of been my name forever. And I was like, you know what? I don't like that. Like, this literally has nothing to do with who I am today. I'm going to change it. Like, why not? Mm-hmm. So I just started looking up at different things. And I was like, I love nature. I love birds. I love foxes. What can I do? So I looked up different kinds of birds. And I found the meadowlark bird. And I was like, that's it. Okay, cool. It works. And I I think I just, like, changed it on Facebook one day. And I forgot what art show it was. Because I was living, like, in Livingston Parish at the time. I hadn't made my way to Mid-City Baton Rouge. Um and I was doing a show here in Mid-City with my artwork, and somebody put on the flyer Kimberly Meadowlark, and I saw it, and, like, my eyes lit up. I was like, yes, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's I remember I, I, someone was like, oh, how do you say your last name? Brouillette? Brouillette, yeah. Brouillette, I didn't know how to say it, but someone was like, oh, you know her? And I was like, no. And they were like, yeah, you do. Like, she comments on your stuff, and I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I was like, Kimberly Meadowlark is a different person. Like, I didn't know that was your name. It really is, though, honestly. And... um <laughs> 
a ton of people do know me as Bria because I went to Denham High School, shout out, um, and I graduated in a class of like 500 people. So, I mean, I went to a huge school and a lot of those people, you know, live on this side of town now. And so they do know me as that. Um, but I was actually really pleased with how easily that name picked up and, I just kind of forgot like, yeah. that it wasn't really I, my I name. I thought it was like legit your name. Yeah, and so it was like using it as my brand. Like that's my actual LLC is Meadowlark Artistry. I do you know everything mm-hmm. under that as far as you know tax information kind of thing. Um, and so with the music coming up, I'm just like I I think I want to step away from that. Like keep that for what it is and what I've created under it because it's you know it's my baby. It's my brand. It's what I do. But this is so new, like a totally new adventure. Like I can't stress it enough, like how much I don't know what I'm doing. Um, (laughs) But also like, what would I introduce myself as like on stage? Like I'm not a band. I'm not multiple people, even though I might have, you know, people come in and out. It's like, I need something new. I think of people that are already just like very fortunate, like Billie Eilish, catchy, her name, Lennon Stella, catchy, her name, Lord, not her name. It's right. like she made it up. Like, it's cool. Or like Halsey is like yeah, Ashley Halsey. just rearranged. Exactly. Like, it could do yeah. anything. So I'm kind of like tossing some things in the air for that. I don't have anything official. Um, but I think that's kind of the route that I want to go. And something quick, catchy that I can just introduce myself <laughs> as on stage. Like Kimberly Meadowlark? Not so much. It's Kimmy in the Meadow Boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like the Soggy Bottom Boys. <laughs> don't take it. <laughs> Man, and you share a name with Kim Kardashian. Like, what what does it feel like? (laughs) I feel nothing. I feel nothing from that. (laughs) No, that's interesting, though, that you're talking about, like, how it'd be, like, a different brand. Because I'm so nerdy about that kind of stuff. Like, because people always ask me, like, why don't you have, like, a separate photography page? And, or, like, why is your photography, like, your name? And I don't know. It's just, it's different for everybody. And yeah. for me, it's always felt like, well, I'm just Jordan Heffler. And if I want to quit photography tomorrow and start being a race car driver the next day, like, I'm still just Jordan Heffler. It doesn't matter. <laughs> right. You know, but and like. You're kind of fortunate. Like, you do have a name that's like, yeah. Oh, is it? Because yeah, Heffler's it like works. this weird, like, German thing. I feel like it's like a sneeze. It's not yeah. like a sneeze. <laughs> like, gazoon type. Like, Heffler. <laughs> Heffler. <laughs> and then I'm like, if I ever get married, then like, every, that's a whole thing. Like, oh, yeah. But I always talk thing. about, like, J.H. is the same as Jimi Hendrix right now. Mm. But, you know. Yeah, and it's If I get married, then the age goes away. (laughs) It's very important. It's it's, it's a lot of stuff to think about, you guys. Like, you got to think about it right away. You don't want to, like, create a bunch of stuff. Like, that was my thing is, yeah, I have all these songs written, and now I have the tools to create it, but I can't share that stuff yet. Like, I have to have a brand first. Like, it's very, very important. I can't just start making well, you know, you music and then later realize minded. my name is taken. You're like, branding minded, so you you get that. Not everyone thinks that way. Some people yeah. will just like just do it and figure it out later, and, yeah. and that works differently. But not, you have a marketing it's mindset. It's not a specialty of mine for sure, but it's it's something I think about, and yeah. so I know the proper people to go to, like you, and um, you know, same with like music videos. Like, sure, I could probably tell a vision or something but it's like I need someone who specializes in this that's kind of what I'm looking for right now um, going into the music world it's like I know what I'm doing musically but like <laughs> I don't know any of the other stuff I don't know how to make it go on the computer and do the well, bops and like <laughs> nobody knows anything <laughs> like, I got I have so much to learn but it's um, fun but to it's learn. happening like it's it's a thing it is on my agenda it's my next monster to tackle I will not ever ever quit artwork that's for sure. Right. Um, I might start tapering down on my workload with weddings, but I never want to quit doing weddings. I could be 
Lord, I could be a, some top artist. No, I'd still probably want to shoot away. <laughs> like, I just love them. I don't know what it is about them. Um, but yeah, this is this is my focus for the rest of the year um, is getting my bearings with music. And how did you decide to start internet. sharing your music? I mean, I think I've always just kind of use Instagram to the fullest of my ability. Like even back whenever Instagram was only doing like 15 second videos. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Vintage. Um, <laughs> <laughs> obviously they're like trying to fit as much as I could into a 15 second. And honestly, you guys, I get so nervous pressing like post or send. Like it's like when you're sending an angry text or like yeah. nervous text and you like throw your phone across the room. Yeah. Does anyone? Okay. Yeah. I do that. No, I know. <laughs> well, I do that with my music and I just, you know, post it real quick and just toss it and then like hopefully go back later to some good response i do that with selfies uh, yeah. i get i get and i'm like this is just my <laughs> face i talk on instagram stories all day but if i'm gonna post like a selfie i'm like does this make me look conceited yeah it's like cringe which I feel and... weird and so like i just won't check my notifications for like hours and then i go back and i'm like okay people liked it okay all right uh, yeah or like no one liked it okay <laughs> it's just awkward Man, i wish i wasn't like that but yeah I'm totally i think like everyone that. is a little bit yeah, it's totally normal it's, i'm sure it's like my mom is definitely my biggest supporter with music almost to a fault like sometimes she'll call me and she's like why didn't you post the whole thing like what what are you doing stupid like <laughs> come on um so yeah that's honestly like the only thing that I've really done is just Instagram videos singing them over to to Facebook um and I'm friends with so many fantastic musicians mm-hmm. and I love going to their shows I love cover bands like I love all of it and I just something about that never made sense for me personally. Like I could never see myself just doing, you know, some cover gigs because it's like, I was usually busy doing something else because mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with that. It's just like, it wasn't the route that I wanted to go. So I guess it's this past year, just kind of getting inspired more with the music, with my artwork. That's kind of pushed me to like, I want to create all of it. Yeah. <laughs> I want to do it all. <laughs> that's my problem. I want to do everything. And then I, like, wonder why I'm so stressed out. <laughs> yeah. Because I do too much. Who gave me all these things to do? Oh, me. I did Right? That. I'm like, I do it to myself. I'm so dumb sometimes. Yeah. I should know better. Um, No, but I, this is, like, like, selfishly, I think it'd be so cool to be, like, a musician just because, like, you get to be on a stage and, like, it's weird because, like, when you're on a stage, like, I used to do, like, dance recitals and stuff and I'm super comfortable talking in front of people and whatever and I don't perform or anything. I'm not, like, a singer or anything, but I just... It's always just like like I see like Casey Musgraves or something, and she's on stage in these cool outfits. She's beautiful, and she's like just doing her thing, and it's like almost like an excuse to do it because you're on a stage, like you get to wear that crazy thing, you get to do the yeah. thing. So part of me is like, oh, I'm so envious of like rock stars, and then I, I forget like we, all of us can do whatever we want. Like yeah. I can wear whatever the heck I want, and I can put it on Instagram. Maybe that's my stage. Like I can right. just take a picture of me. Yeah. But it always boils down to feeling weird and pretentious and anxious and like self conscious and and conceited. But then at the end of the day, you're like, well. Madonna was on stage, like, <laughs> weird cone boobs, like, whatever. Like, <laughs> I could do that. That's what makes you iconic, and it's kind of like, I'm so interested in, like, fashion and, and yeah, art and, yeah, and expressing same. myself that, like, sometimes I feel like I I um, dumb myself down, because I'm like, well, like, right now, I'm, like, in Nike shorts, or I'm like, I don't have anywhere to go, or it, I would look like I'm trying too hard. But you know those people hard. jump off a stage, and they're doing the same thing. Right, that's but it's so interesting. of, like, Instagram stories, because you get to see the behind-the-scenes of people's lives, so I love Casey Musgrave, because she's constantly, like... Yeah. You know, smoking and just sitting there with a face mask and just playing horses, like yeah. doing whatever she wants. I'm just like, oh, but then like her oh, her cool. stage presence and her brand is like oh my amazing. It's like this vintage retro like Priscilla Presley thing with this Dolly Parton esque thing, and Obsessed. I don't even like listen to that much country. But Casey Musgraves is like 
my like girl crush right now. Yeah. Um, but I just like think about someone like her, and I'm like, you have like these fantastic opportunities to wear these like amazing outfits, <laughs> yeah. and basically like want to go to Time Warp and go buy a bunch of stuff. Right. And then I'm gonna do what? Like walk down like post the street <laughs> just like go to french truck yeah. and like a freaking vintage like onesie i don't know like <laughs> yes actually <laughs> i just want like opportunities that feel a little more like legitimate <laughs> to wear things like I, that but, yeah and so honestly, being a musician is like a perfect excuse yeah i get to be on stage i'm like excited about it i don't know what it has been in the past like month or two that is just like got me going with it but i'm just stoked like i can see it all like in my head whenever i'm like playing my music i'm like I get lost. I dance a lot. Like, mm-hmm. so it's like a whole different level of being a performer and just writing music. Anyone can write music. Anyone can sound good. But it's like, you gotta, you, you gotta, gotta tie to the package. On. You gotta like tie the light show in. You gotta, you know, tie in the actual performance of it, the feel, the mood. Like anyone can go up there and sing. So it's kind of like figuring out what I want to do to bring a more like tangible experience to like a show or like to mm-hmm. music kind of thing but that's the creative in you so yeah I'm which just is like, awesome i want to come out the gate right and just do it all so i'm taking this time to really figure out what so you're gonna doing. play like local shows and stuff yeah that's exciting <laughs> i gotta come photograph you uh i'm stoked i really am i like i'm it's just my personality whenever i have something in mind it doesn't matter if i'm like pressure washing my house or if i'm doing something creative like I'm going to do it to the best of my ability. I'm going to follow through with it. And that's just how I've always always been. Like, sometimes it takes years. Like, with my art, I'm like, man, I want to be in this gallery. Or I want to be in this state, you know, selling work. Or I want to sell this much this year. Like, I set those goals. You know, don't really have full, I guess, like, ability to see it through. But, like, I'll try my damnedest, you know, and mm-hmm. make it happen. And I guess just that mentality of just fighting through the months of, you know, not selling art or, like, not getting emails. It's, like, really pushing through and, like, staying in that mindset. Like, I want to carry that over into music as well. It's just, like, follow through. I'm kind of a shark. Like, (laughs) I really am. Honestly, like, what people don't see behind the scenes, like, you have to be pretty hard-headed. Yeah, like, I'm very determined. Um, That's just kind of how I've always been. And I, I bring that into my creative life in a good way. I don't, you know, I try to separate church and state kind of thing and know when to step away from my job part of it and when to just kind of go play around um and really just nurture your creative soul is kind of a really important thing to do so that's what I'm doing with my music and just taking the time to really figure it out and learn it because it's so new and I don't know what I'm doing, but I know what I want to do. Yeah, I love that. I don't know what I'm doing, but I know what I want to do. That's, yeah, that's a great quote. I, I'm always like listening for what I'm going to make for the quote thing, because then when I'm like actually recording, I'm like, oh, that was good. And then later when I go back to listen, I'm like, wait, what did she say? Like, where was it? And after I go listen to the whole thing and find it, but that may be a good one. Um, so where can everyone keep up with you and your work and everything that you're doing? Um, I'm a big Instagram fan. I don't really have a Twitter or anything like that. So Instagram at meadowlark.artistry. Um, you can be my friend on Facebook, but I'm kind of boring. <laughs> <laughs> it's just my Instagram post on Facebook. Um, and my website, which is www.meadowlarkartistry.com. And your music stuff, you will hopefully... Yeah, I don't have a platform for it just yet, just because, I, I like I said, I want it all to be ready right then. Yeah. I don't want to be like, hey, here's my name. Stay tuned right. in six months. Like, <laughs> so if people go and follow your Instagram though. One yeah, day you'll be you'll able to. It. Yeah, okay. that is the best way to keep up with me. Is like if I can just post on something once, click, get back to being mom. Like 
that's what I want to do. So Instagram is a lifesaver. Yeah. And you're really, you're doing the thing on there too. Doing it. You're doing the thing. (laughs) Well, thanks so much for coming on. Absolutely. Anytime. Hey, y'all, just popping in to give a big thanks to you for tuning into this episode of Do What You Want Radio. As always, if you are enjoying what you're listening to, make sure you subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes and follow if you're on Spotify. I am super active on my Instagram account at Jordan Heffler if you're interested in keeping up with me there. And I also have a weekly email newsletter that you can subscribe to at jordanheffler.com slash subscribe. Every Thursday, I send out a tip of the week along with promotional information about my Do What You Want workshop series, online e-courses that help you learn to create authentically branded content that leverage growth on your social media platforms all by yourself. I also have Lightroom presets, merchandise, and just general information about my life and photography business in these email newsletters. Y'all are so awesome for listening. Thank you so much. And until next time, keep doing what you want. (laughs) Did that sound too fake?